Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Parker, and I'm so glad that you are joining us uh, today. Before we get started with our very, very, very special guest, I want to shout out some amazing leaders and thank you for all that you do and thank you for all that things are going on. First up, we have Sean from Rio Rancho. Thank you for your hard work and your effort. Uh, Dana and Denny, they're actually a married couple out of the Jinx location. Thank you, guys. Husband and wife team out there killing it. And Ashley up in Albany, shout out to all you guys for the hard work and everything that you do. And our very special guest today, well, it's a good friend of mine. Uh, we've been friends for, I, I don't know, it feels like ever. I think we go back like Atari. I don't know if it's that far it's been back. A while. Maybe like long time. Yeah, definitely further back than PlayStation 5, which isn't out yet. But it's Mr. Brian Baker, the campus pastor at Life Church Keller. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? Man, I am doing well. How's the family? Everything going well? Good, growing, teenagers. It's all fun. Good. Now, how long have you been in Keller now? So I've been in Keller for almost three years. Man, time flies back. So me and Brian actually met, I want to say, seven years ago. Maybe been eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was the youth pastor at Life Church Midwest City. And Brian was there, was actually working in uh, the business space and was also in the military at that time still. So we both had that come. We were both in the military. Yep. And he served in Switch, and he was one of my high-level leaders, extremely responsible. And I remember asking him this question. I said, have you ever had nachos before? <laughs> and he said, yes. Yes. And I think that's how the famous Nacho Night story happened because I said, okay, great. Next week is Nacho Night. Yep. At Switch. So, Brian, tell us about Nacho Night. So, it was one of the most uh, important nights of my life. Um, so, you did look at me and you said, have you ever had nachos? And I said, yes, I've had nachos. And you said, all right, cool, you're doing nacho night next week. And I said, what do you, like, what do I need to do? And you looked at me again you said, you ever had nachos? And I was like, yeah. Okay, we'll go figure it out. And I was like, uh, okay. So, Sam's Club, I went. Tubs of cheese, some chips, and I did nacho night, and it was a complete train wreck. But the students didn't know that, though. The students had no idea. The reason why it was a train wreck is because I had no idea how to delegate. So when you came up to me in the night, you said how to go, and I said it was terrible. And you said, well, what would you do different? And I said, man, I do this, I do this, I do this. And you said, cool, we're going to do nacho night again, and I want you to lead it again. And did it again, and it went over a whole lot better. And you killed it. That's right. And look at you now. You're a campus that, pastor. There's, that is the exact reason why I'm where I am today, because of Nacho Night. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm just so glad that you're my friend. <laughs> and it's always an honor to come down here and hang out with you, or even see when you guys come back to Oklahoma up to visit friends and family. So, Brian, today we're going to be talking about integrity, right? Yep. And here at Lifetrack, we have this little statement about integrity, and I'll let you go ahead and share it. Yeah, I mean, integrity is something that... Um, you know, we value a lot here at Life Church. It's essentially doing doing the right thing when no one's looking. And really, it goes beyond that. Um, it goes to a place of doing, if, if you say you're going to do something, you better go do it. And so we want to make sure that if I say I'm going to follow up with somebody, I say I'm going to meet with a student, I'm going to connect with my, my switch group, I'm going to connect with people at the campus, I'm going to do the exact, the, exactly what I'm saying I'm going to do. And that essentially is integrity. So it's integrity is saying what you're going to do. Absolutely. Right? Follow Absolutely. through whether someone's looking or not, but why does it matter if I say, hey, I'm going to meet with the student or I'm going to meet with the leader? Why does it matter that I actually follow through on my word? I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're waiting for you. And if you, for example, if I say that I'm going to 
you know, be here every single Wednesday night as a switch leader. Um, and then you're not because you're tired or this is happening or this is happening. Man, they're, they're there because of you. And that's a part of integrity. If you tell me you're going to be there, then you better be there because you matter and they matter. And at the end of the day, um, doing the right thing when no one's looking and also doing the right thing when people are looking, that matters. That's huge. So you're saying if I choose to not show up because I'm, I'm tired, um, even though we know it's not easy, that impacts someone's emotions, someone's feelings. Absolutely. Because we know that, you know, we talk about all the time. And when I was in youth ministry, we talked about it as well. It's like they're not always showing up for worship or the message. They're showing up because you're there and you're the consistent person in their life. And you may be the only hello that they get all week, all month, whatever you want to call it. And you showing up and being there and living that life of integrity, like I said, when you say you're going to be there, that's that goes far beyond, far far greater than, than what, you, what you actually realize. So even the little things from, from showing up to phone calls or texts or I said I'd pray for you, actually praying for them even if they, they can't see you. Or I said I'd go to your basketball game, showing up to their basketball game or I said I'd be here, whether you're the host team, check-in person, or an apparent greeting team, all are definitely make huge impacts in student lives. What are some other ways when you think about integrity that can impact not only our personal lives, yep. but the lives of students? Man, well, I think, I think personally it's kind of, you know, you should be the same person you are on a Wednesday that you are on a, you know, a Saturday with your friends or a Friday night with your friends. It's like um, at the end of the day, that, that piece of integrity, it's, it's a, it's a place that you can control that I can control if I'm going to go out and, you know, um, go to a bar with friends or do things that, you know, maybe doesn't look great perception wise. And I shouldn't be doing It's right. like, I'm going to, I want to know, know my students know that I'm doing the exact same thing that I'm asking of them. If I'm talking about putting Christ first for them in their life, then I should be doing the exact same thing. If I'm telling them, hey, you should be attending Switch every single Wednesday, well, I should be at church every single Sunday. And if you if you're you know, you you want them to engage more in worship, well then you should first be engaging in worship as well and showing them what it looks like to do that, modeling that out. And that's that's a part of integrity. It's doing those things that you're asking of others to do. You're the first one that's gonna do it. You're the front lines. So not simply being a wordsmith, but literally at work. Everywhere. At church. Everywhere. Social media. Yep. Walking through the mall, buying a new pair of Jordans. Everywhere. I should be the same person. 100%. Um, so as a Christ follower, we obviously represent Christ to some people who don't know who, who don't know Christ, who don't have a relationship. And they assume that that's who we say we are is the church and is Jesus to yep. them. So if people see me one way on social media, but I act like I'm all Jesus this, all Jesus that, but they look at social media. So more than likely they think I'm the person they actually see on social media. Yeah, because the hours and the time spent away is greater than when you're here. So it's like, well, if they're only like this for two hours on a Wednesday or an hour on Wednesday, what are they like for the other hours in the week? You know, for those other, whatever, 166 hours that is away from Switch. So at the end of the day, that 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 carries more weight than you actually realize you know, it goes back to that saying we hear at Life Church a lot is it's, you know, you're not as important as you think you are, but you're also a lot more important than you think you are. Pretty and true. so um, you have to understand and know that that piece of integrity, it might be, in my opinion, it might be the biggest thing um, that we carry as leaders is being the exact same person just consistently. Because um, you would want to do that for your kids if you're a parent. You know, you're gonna you want to model that for your kids as well. Why not? Why not do it for your your switch students? 
So integrity obviously doesn't come easy. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's so much easier to be a different person, to match the environment that you're in. If you have wild friends, it's easy to be a wild person around them. Or if all your friends are really good, it's easy to be a good person because the influences around you matter. So, Brian, to me, you've always been a person of high integrity. I remember when you were a switch leader, if you got deployed, you would call your students individually one by one to let them know, like, hey, I've got to go overseas for a time being and I'll I'll let you guys know and I'll stay in greatest contact, but you always followed up. How does one live out a life of integrity? What are some actually practical tips or steps that someone can do to actually live a life of integrity? I think first it's obviously being in the word. You know, I think it's making sure that uh, you put those disciplines in place where, you know, before your feet hit the floor in the morning, you're, you're spending some time with God um, and, you know, I mean, Paul says it best. He says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Mm, and so he's telling Timothy that. And so at the end of the day, I have to know that before anything I do, before I'm a switch leader, uh, before I'm a parent, before I'm a husband, um, I'm a follower of Jesus. And I think if you can get yourself rooted in that and put him first, then the reality is it's like out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So your relationship with Christ is the overflow of your heart. And so you have to make sure that you're putting him first um, in every area. And I think the thing with integrity is that, yeah, it can sound intimidating, but I think if you put Jesus first and you actively seek him, I think it's a byproduct of that. And I think it's a lot easier than what you actually realize um, because then it doesn't rely solely on you. It's Christ's strength in you and out of that integrity happens, not integrity first, then Christ. And so... I think that's a that's a big practical step for me. And then two would be accountability. You know, you were a great accountability for me um, as as my pastor, and you were somebody that could always keep me in check. You kept me um, just accountable in being a leader, um, and so and that's huge. So I would say putting Christ first and having accountability is massive. So if you're if you're not in a life group and you're here in this podcast and you're not in one, your butt better be in one. Because there's no way that you're going to be able to pour out if you're not being poured in. And so before, before those things happen, you, you know, we say it a lot being a life group. And if your ears are plugged and you're not listening, then uh, good luck living with integrity. So making sure that you're finding a life group and getting plugged in immediately. So instead of me just trying to will myself to have the best integrity because I'm around one group of friends that might do wild things or things I know I shouldn't do or they're, they're highly dishonest, you're saying if I put Christ first in my life and Christ is the first thing. I may not be around those friends because I realize, Absolutely. hey, those aren't the, the best people to be around because I've put God first in the morning and then when they call me, I'll go, you know what? I probably should sidestep this particular activity or this thing that you're doing. So I, I love that. I love Accountability, I love that. Hey, again, Christ follows. We weren't called to do life on our own. Right. So surround yourselves with the right people and what better way than to find a life group and to get in life and do whatever. So, and thank you for calling us out on that. Like Pastor Brian said, if you are not in a life group, get in a life group. It will make all the difference in your life. So before we go here today, Brian, I'm so thankful to have you. What else would you add to this whole idea of making sure that we live a life of integrity? Why I know it matters as a Swiss leader. I think it just personally matters to who we are as as Christ followers. So what would you add today? Um, Man, I think that, um, I think at the end of the day, it's, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't say it enough that 
that word integrity can sometimes be a little bit intimidating because I understand there's people that are probably listening that are struggling with it right now, just like I have. I mean, I've struggled with it. You know, I know just like, you know, we've all struggled with those things. I'm sure you have. And and so the thing is, is I think trying not to look at it from a place of, um, man, that's scary. I don't know how I do that. What do I do? And at the end of the day, just like I said, and I'll say it again, it's like, do everything you can to put, put Jesus first. And if, if you're not engaging in God's word, if you're not, man, if you're, um, you're, you're inconsistent at church on, on Sundays or Saturdays or Monday nights, whenever you go, um, for whatever location you're at, um, do those things, put him, put him first. And I think at the end of the day, watch and see, it's not, a, it might not be an overnight thing. Um, but watch and see how you grow, you get deeper in your relationship. Your switch group will probably thrive, uh, a lot better. It's good. Um, and then in the day, you're going to end up uh, living that life fully with integrity. And you can walk away going, man, I'm sure I'm glad that I did this. I'm sure I'm glad I put Christ first. Hey, that, that's great stuff, Brian. I want to thank you again for taking time out of your busy day thank to you come so much, hang man. out with all these amazing switch leaders. And thank you again for Nacho Night. It was, it <laughs> I wouldn't was be great. here without you, brother. Hey, man. I love you and thank you. And thank you all for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Thank you.